What's up, Spuds? Welcome back to the Mashed Potatoes Podcast. I's name is Hayden. And I'm still uh, Jonah. This thing just spilled all over me. I'm underwhelmed, but we can get to that later. Um, so here's the thing. This week we're going to try and delve into a emotional adventure. Um, mm-hmm. We got maybe a, couple a little of bit of a, a little bit of crying, a little bit of laughing. Yep, a lot of reminiscing. Hopefully, bringing back some laughter. Uh, so, just give you a heads up. We're going to talk about some movies, some TV show moments, um, and we're just going to just hang out, talk about our emotions. Probably, maybe another low key therapy session. Maybe it may turn into that. Who's to say? <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not to say. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right in. So let's talk about those movies. Um, we each have come up with a handful of movies that have made us feel emotion. For me, on my list, primarily the tears. Yeah, the real, the real tears. Same here. Um, you want to go ahead and give me your first one? Let me preface this by saying that I'd say I almost cry during a solid. 30% of movies. So my list could be very fast, but I've just chosen a couple highlights. I'm, I would agree with that. Um, if I experience emotion and it's well portrayed in a movie or TV show, maybe I won't cry, but I'll get the tears in my eyes and I'll suck them back up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they're there. It's like, no, no, no. Go back. No, no, no. <laughs> I have legitimately been like, <gasps> and like shaking my head and then the tears go away and I'm fine. Have you ever had to... Uh, like think about something else during a movie just to distract yourself no no i i have many of times if there's anybody around that i'm trying to shoot i'm pretty much myself always um if i'm gonna cry during a movie and there's people around i'm gonna cry during a movie i'm not gonna be like bees like it doesn't it's it's all tears (laughs) it's all tears Yeah, I'm that way now too, but I used to not be. Like, I was totally afraid of crying. Really? You would think about something else? Yeah. What was your go-to? Like, just whatever. Or just whatever I could think of. Whatever was prevalent at the moment. Anything funny. Oh, anything funny. So it had to be funny to negate the the sadness? Mm -hmm. Mm. It couldn't just be like baseball, cardboard. No. Pizza Hut, and then you just be fine. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. Just curious. All right. What's that first movie of yours? First movie. This one's gonna take you for a, a loop. I suspect. We'll see. It is Wreck It Ralph. Oh, that did throw me for a loop. <laughs> oh man, I was not expecting that at all. But it Have makes you, sense. You've seen it, right? Yeah. I could see why you would cry. This is a good movie. 
Mm-hmm. You want to explain any of it? Um, I don't remember exactly what scene it was. But some some point towards the end where Ralph is uh, all by himself and he's super sad. He goes back to his like brick pile. Yeah, that's a sad yeah. moment. But also when uh, Vanellope is that her name? Uh, Vanellope. Yeah. Yeah. When Vanellope like her car crashes and they beat her up and they're like yeah that's sad sad boy moments for sure i used to be able to do a really good uh what was his name mr sour drop or something sour bill (laughs) i don't remember him you don't remember him no he's the little guy that ralph puts in his mouth he works for the he works for the king or something He's like a squire. He's dogs like this. Sour oh, Bill. Yep. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie, actually. Yeah. So, But that's a good movie. Um, I could see why it would evoke emotion. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good call. Okay. Do you have one, or do you want me to say another? Because I have a bunch. Yeah, I have a handful. Um, if we're going to go to kids' movies, the the one that makes me cry every single time is Up. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only imagine, on my list. I can only imagine that it's that way with everyone because if you don't experience an emotion with up, you're broken. Mm-hmm. That's There's something wrong. It's the most joyful, pressing, interesting, just all around really, really good movie. There was no bad parts in that movie. I'll tell you what, the craziest thing about that movie is how it can make you feel that strongly so early on you know it's that yeah. first scene where you're like happy for them that they're in the relationship and you're like oh that's so sweet mm-hmm. and then and she dies instantly it's taken and away from you bada bing bada boom you're crying honestly i was more apt to cry when he was just when he hit the guy tennis balls Mm-hmm. because i don't know it was just Something about the fact that he was like alone and just upset that he missed uh, Ellie. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's, I don't know. Because he was willing to resort literally to violence to just keep that one fabric of Ellie around. Mm-hmm. It was sad. For sure. And then another sad part. Probably. Maybe one of the most sad parts. Actually, there's just a lot of really emotional moments. Um, is when Russell is on stage looking for his dad or his mom, mm-hmm. and then Al, oh, I forgot about that. What's his name? Al, the old guy. Yeah. Oh, I just remember that scene. But yeah, I think his name's Al, but I also I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, when he walks out and he gives him the pin. Yeah. That's a really sad moment. And they go get ice cream. Oh, man. You know, that's one of the and, moments. Oh, and they and they watch Cars, too. They watch Blue Cars. One, no red button. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that, that's not even a sad moment, but it's just, like, so fulfilling and happy mm-hmm. that, like, you have to you have to cry. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. What's your next one? The Odd Life of Timothy Green. I thought about that one. That? Yeah, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention really, for me, I think. Really good movie. Yeah, and this one was definitely at a time period in my life where I was not 
going to cry in front of other people. Oh yeah. So I sucked it up, but let me tell you, later that evening when I was by myself, <laughs> yeah, it was all out, dude. It was a, uh, it was a, uh, yeah. Yeah, you went all Elsa yeah. on him. Like let it go, and you let it all out because you can't hold it back anymore. Yep, it was rough, man. That was a sad movie. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, I strongly suggest watching it. Yeah, it's been a while, but it's it's a good movie. Mm Hmm. And I don't know. It's um. It's just, it's in the title, but it's so odd and peculiar enough to like you're interested, and you Mm -hmm. don't know it's gonna be sad really, until later. You know it's going to be emotional, but you don't know it's going to be... Not to spoil it, but you don't know it's going to be, like... Uh, you don't know it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. Yeah, that impactful. Yeah. It ends up happy, though. Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. good. Yeah. It is very good. That's right. It does end happy, but it's like... Man, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. You watch still it. very sad, though. Yeah. Okay. So the next one... I have on my list, we have in common, but you can introduce it. Oh, okay. Uh, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, man. So, that movie, um, even now, just thinking about it makes me, I might cry just talking about it. I know, dude. It's, um, you literally, you would have to have a heart forged of titanium not to cry. During Bridge yeah. of Bridge to Terabithia. It's just so sad. Um I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, I'm gonna let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it to an extent. It's it's an old movie. Um When the girl dies, there's a scene, there's a line where he's like, It's my fault. It's my fault. And this it's just this kid blaming himself and like there's a scene where he looks over the river and he like sees her and he's like all sad. And he like grew up in a bad home. Uh, I think he was wearing girl shoes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then this girl moved to the neighborhood and they became best friends and they, he was happy like finally. And then he was she was taken away from him and it's it's so sad. So sad, dude. It's really emotional. Great uh, the movie, mo- though. The moment when he finds out, dude. Ugh. It's based on a real story. Is it really? Yeah, not as intense as the movie, but like yeah. it's loosely based on a real story. <laughs> uh, something about a kid getting struck by lightning, which isn't good, but it's a lot that's cooler. Even, that's <laughs> even crazier. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, <laughs> but no, this movie, even to this day, if, if I were to watch it, I would I would cry. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Without sure. a doubt, real tears cuz almost a lot of these movies on this list, I don't I didn't actually cry. I just got a lot of tears in my eyes. But Bridge to Terabithia will make me cry. Oh yeah. It's sad. It opens the floodgates. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What's your next okay. one? I think we have this one in common too. Mm-hmm. Pursuit of Happiness. Yep. And we've actually talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, really really good movie. Mm-hmm. Just the struggle they go through when they're yeah. sleeping in a subway bathroom. Just you can you could be crying that whole movie. Honestly, everything that happens mm-hmm. to him, it's just like it's so 
downtrodden. It's it's all sad. It ends happily because obviously they're in the pursuit of happiness. But it's just, and it shows you the extents that he was willing to go to to not provide happiness for himself because that's not what it was about. He was mm. trying to get happiness or wellness for his son. All right, that's all he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to make his life better. And that well, in itself is emotional. Yeah, extremely. Mm-hmm. How hard he worked for all that. Yeah, and how hard he was working, and none of it was paying off. Mm-hmm. You know, really good, feel good movie for sure. Yeah, feel bad for most of it, feel good at the end. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but it's a good movie. Another one, I'm sure we talked about it too, but Nine Pounds. Have you mm-hmm. seen that one? I haven't. Really, really good. Another Will Smith movie. Really? It's it, re- it reminds me a lot of Pursuit of Happiness. But yeah. The really acting good. in Pursuit of Happiness is really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, he shows his actual emotion. You know what makes me cry? Now that I think about it, I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second. Okay. Um, no, actually, I'm going to save that for later when we go to TV shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't see how that relates, but okay. You'll see. You'll see. It's uh, yeah, that one makes. Yeah, seeing other people cry makes. Me cry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. I'm a. What's the, the word? way he? Empathetic crier. Yeah, is that the word? What well, sounds right? So let's just go with it. I'm right. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, the way he's able to put on a, a like happy face despite all the terrible things that's going on the way he's able to stay positive his son yeah really, for his really... son like when they were sleeping in the bathroom he's like I'm just gonna make it seem like we're just playing imagination mm-hmm. and he wasn't yeah. sugarcoating it either he was just trying to protect his son yeah and that also is just a really phenomenal movie mm-hmm. great acting okay. Good story. Very emotional. It's good. I have one more. How many do you have left? One more movie. I have three more. Well, dang. Go ahead and give yeah. us a couple more years. Interstellar. I haven't seen that. Um, amazing movie. 2015. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Sandra Bull... Nope. Anne Hathaway. Um... Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey, Timothy Chalamet is in there, but he's a kid, so he's he's a lot more famous now. But he wasn't, anyways. Um, basically, the movie is they live in the future. I think it's like twenty sixty or something. And um, they basically live in a modern Great Depression. So there's like dust bowls uh, or dust storms, I guess. Uh, poverty. Everybody's trying to grow fruit. Not fruit. Probably fruit, but mainly food. Mm. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My stomach grew out really loud. And I was trying to see if the mic picked it up. <laughs> um, yes, everybody's trying to grow food for their family, but it's all so over farmed. There's dust storms and all that. Anyways, 
So the only option is for them to go to space and find new planets to live on. Um, and there's a scene where Matthew McConaughey. Don't spoil it, please. Because I plan on watching it soon. Okay, there's just a scene where he talks to his kids and he cries like a baby. Ooh. And it made me cry. Um, it's also just a great movie. Like, it's so. This is the cheesy part. It's so well done. Just seeing some of the, the scenes in the movie is emotional. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that about it. Like the music is by Hans Zimmer, and he's a phenomenal uh, composer. And it's just everything about this movie just invokes emotion. Really good, mm. really really good. Um, I actually thought of another one. Yeah. So I, I, all right, this is the most recent one. Okay. And it is Little Women. Did you see it? I haven't, but it has Timothy Chalamet in it. Mm-hmm. Great actor. But no, I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, well, I cried like a baby during that one. Really? Yeah, I've had this really... uh, recent huge crush on Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I love that guy, dude. He's a great actor. He's really, really good. I love acting. But what about it? Made you cry? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to go into detail because it would spoil it a lot. But oh yeah, yeah, it was just really, really good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, um, I'll have to check that one out. You have another one? Yeah, two more. Um, have you seen August Rush? Yep, I hate that movie. You hate that movie? I genuinely hate that movie. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I think it's unrealistic. Go ahead. The way the kid plays guitar so naturally, and he's I gifted. Don't like it. I don't care that he's gifted. It doesn't happen <laughs> like that. It it would happen like that. Though. No, it wouldn't. That's super realistic. No, you're combining like three things: natural talent, a teacher that somewhat explained it to him, and I th- correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but I think he had autism to an extent. Hmm. So those three things combined, natural talent, a teacher that showed him the basics, and autism, which makes people hyper-focused, that's realistic. Yeah. Well, not to me. Okay. I just don't like it. It's okay. It's your <laughs> it's turn to make fun of me. play guitar, and I just, I don't know. It just, it bothers me. But I'm probably just being nitpicky. Yeah, but think about like the greatest musicians of all time. Like Jimi Hendrix, for example. Do you yeah. think he took forever to learn it? Or do you think he Yeah. No, I no, think no. He did. no, 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 no. He's a <laughs> the best. Do you think he just picked it up? He's like, this is hard. No, he probably picked it up, somebody showed him a couple notes, and he was able to play on his own. You can show somebody like two or three notes on a piano, and they're so adaptable they can just play songs based on those three notes. Yeah, but I agree that some people are naturals, but no one's a natural to the extent that that kid was. Jimi Hendrix wasn't. You don't know that. You can display qualities that make you seem like a natural, but you're not going to be that good that quickly. To be fair, though, he wasn't playing like normal guitar. 
Yeah, I know. He was playing it so wrong. That's not wrong. He was hitting the strings. If you hit the strings, they make a noise. And you can learn if you hit them at different spots, it makes a different noise. It's like playing the drums. Anybody can, technically, anybody can get on the drums and play it because everything makes a different noise and it can sound good. I know. I know. I'm not Maybe saying I'm not saying you're time. wrong. Okay, but actually, speaking of August, have you ever seen uh, Wonder? The kid no. about the movie about the kid with the uh, disfigured face. Mm -mm. It's a book too. Really good. I've heard it was good. I want to see um, Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard about that too. I heard it's really good. Yeah. Okay, um, um, since we're just going to discredit August Rush, we'll cross it next. <laughs> I have um, one more. Okay, good. So this one actually didn't make me cry out of sadness. Uh -huh. Kind of like Interstellar, just out of the beauty of it. But I also cry because of sadness. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just to <laughs> clear that up. I was, and in I fact, sadness. <laughs> Okay, well, mine is Cloverfield. Have you ever seen Cloverfield? Um, I haven't, but I I know it's good. So good. And uh, it's not it's not necessarily sad. It's just at the end, you're just so I was so stunned at how good the movie was that I was literally invoked to tears. It's yeah. just that good. Yeah. I love like good movies. That mm -hmm. do that to you. It's just something about them. We won't go into that. We can do that for a different episode. Yeah. So that's that's my list for movies. Okay. My last one is Radio. Have you seen that movie? Is it about the guy that uh, it's a football movie or something? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. It's been a long time though. That is a sad Sad, sad. Oh yeah, and he he lives in like a really rough place, and uh, his house is just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has autism, but not to the I'm the best football player in the world degree, but more like he has autism. Um, he mm -hmm. just can't really function socially, socially inept. Um, and then he wants to play football, so he just sits there and he watches the high school team play football. He's in high school too. He's not just a guy. And uh, the football players pick on him and make fun of him. It's really sad. And he mm. has a shopping cart. He walks home every day. Mm -hmm. He holds yeah. his something. I and, need to rewatch uh, that. Eventually, he goes out and he starts kicking the football. And he's like, good kicking the football. That's mm -hmm. all he can do. He can't really play football, but he's just good at it. And um, the team... Or the coach is like, wow, he's good. Let's put him on the team. So he goes on the team. And the team makes fun of him for a little bit. But then eventually other teams start to make fun of him. And then his team's like, yo, he's our autistic kid. You don't get to make fun of him. Yeah. And then uh, it's they just start protecting him and being friends with him, like brothers. And mm -hmm. Really emotional movie. Very yeah. good. Highly recommended. Um, I think I own it. I'll probably watch it again soon, actually. It's just really really good cool that's a sad well, I think that was a solid discussion about movies there yeah we have movies if really you well. relate to any of them hit us up in the discord or on instagram let us know 
Yeah, just message us your movies that you cried at. Yeah. You want to so, move on to some TV shows? So I've got to plug in my phone, so would it be fine if we take a break real quick? Yeah. All right. I'm taking a break. Welcome back, Spuds. Back for the second half of this pod. And we're going to jump into the emotional TV show moments. We've done the movies. Didn't work out for us. We're still podcasters, not actors. Um, but now we're going to try our hand at TV shows. Yep. So what do you got? I only I, I can only think of two. Two? I only got three. So that's and like... I bet, I bet you could guess, honestly, what they were. Because you know what I watch. Um, is it a moment? You know what? You go ahead. Okay. Literally the thing that makes me cry the most. And mm-hmm. this is going to be... You know, super plain because everyone does. But yeah, the final episode of The Office. Oh yeah, dude, it actually uh, didn't make me cry. Or or that emotional, if I'm being honest with you. Really? Yeah. You legend. Um. Okay, keep going. I'm listening. Well, I've I've watched it through like five times. Every single time, dude. It just hits me hard. Yeah. And Is there a specific part in the episode that's like especially emotional for you? Um, when uh, two parts when Andy's playing his song. You might have to turn your phone down. Oh, do you hear yourself? Yeah. Weird thing is, I'm trying to turn it down, but. Oh, and I'll just mute myself. Sorry. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to do another cut. <laughs> okay. You just said when Andy's playing his song. Yeah, when Andy's playing his song on the guitar. And also... Um, wait, no, it's Creed. I'm getting it mixed up. But but also the when they're staying outside the office and Pam says her quote about... Um, I forgot what she said. Fake fan. Yeah, um, honestly. I don't know what she said either, honestly. Well, there you go. That is an emotional yeah, moment. Super emotional for me. You can go and share your second one, since I have a bunch. Um, Four from the office. <laughs> um, I can actually... Well, no. Okay, the, my second one is... When uh, Leslie and Ben get married in Parks and Rec. Hmm. I don't know why, but last time I watched it all the way through, that was like the only emotional part of the entire season for me. Yeah. That hit me. Pretty yeah, those are some good moments. Um, so I'm. I'll go ahead and share my first one. Okay. I'm a pretty sappy person. Um, I guess. I love romanticism. Sounds really girly, but it's true. Yeah, Um, I I feel you. So when Jim and Pam first start dating, when he's like, hey, you free for dinner tonight? Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm like, shoot, dude. I love love the face she makes when he leaves. Yeah, she's so happy, dude. Oh, it's perfect. It's man. That's an emotional moment. It's great. Um, I'll share my, all my office ones first. Okay. Um, 
when they get engaged. Mm -hmm. That's really sad. Not sad. It's really happy. And it makes me <laughs> get tears. And then finally, you could probably guess what it is. The when wedding. Michael leaves? Oh, oh, the wedding. Yeah. Well, that's one for me when Michael leaves. Yeah, me too. That's the last one. Yeah. But the yeah. wedding, man. It's just something about it where it does all like the recaps of everything. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about the that. Music. The music's mm -hmm. cheesy, but like it just perfect where it's like, and I get tears and it's so sad. Yeah. And then when Tim Michael and Pam, leaves. Dude. Yeah, soulmates. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to my last two that aren't really office related. Um, <laughs> so this first one was, I don't know if any of our f listeners listen to criminal mind or watch criminal minds okay i actually have one about that too <laughs> no way what is it i um i don't remember the episode but there's one episode where uh the the skinny smart guy he has yeah. to shoot someone or something and he's super upset about it yeah something like that but something in that series made me cry spencer reed yeah, Spencer. I've actually been watching that show recently. Me too. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot, a lot. So the moment that made me cry is... Also, we'll go ahead and do a... Uh, advisor, advisory? Because it's Criminal Minds. It's kind of gruesome. Yeah, it's a little edgy, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so... There's these two brothers... They, this is just season two, I think. It is season two. These two brothers that hunt people. They kidnap them and let them free in the woods. And then they hunt them. I don't um, remember that. So they catch them. Or they catch one of them, the older brother. And they kill him because he's a bad guy. And he's killed lots of people. And then they shot him. Well, they don't the kill him. They probably shot him in like a gun gunfight or something, right? No, they killed him. What do you mean they killed and him? One of the people that got kidnapped by him killed him. Oh, okay. So, um, on the other side of the forest, they shoot the younger brother in the shoulder. Not out of gunfight, but they're just like, they have to incapacitate him because he's getting violent. Mm -hmm. Or he's getting edgy or something. And um, he's the younger brother, and he starts crying. He's still alive, and he's... He's like, please. He's all I have. Um, I love him. All this. And you feel bad for him, even though he's a killer. You have to feel bad for him because it was his brother mm -hmm. and his uncle that brainwashed him to do this. Oh, really? And so he's just like, please. He's all I have. He looked up to him. And I know he was a killer, but like, it was really sad and emotional. Yeah. And I felt so bad. Like it was, it was a sad moment. I haven't and, gone to that yet. Apparently, season two. I may be in season two. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was emotional. Um, my last one, I thought about last time because we were talking about Will Smith, mm -hmm. is in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, oh yeah. There's a scene oh, yeah. where yeah. he's talking about his dad. Mm -hmm. And um, oh man, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a comedic scene, 
mm-hmm. like he's supposed to laugh where he's like man i don't need my dad blah 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 blah, blah. and he's supposed to be a laugh track and he's supposed to walk out but in real life will smith's dad i don't know if you knew all this stuff already yeah i did okay okay yeah. but in real life will smith's dad uh left his mom before or right after he was born mm-hmm. and um so will smith breaks down on set where he's like why doesn't he want me man and then he mm-hmm. just man i'm like oh, thinking about dude. it <sighs> um he's like why doesn't he want me man and he just starts bawling and then he hugs yeah. Uncle phil oh that scene just, was so real dude and they just sit there and they hug and he's he's real sad um so good getting tears yeah. in my eyes just thinking about it it's just yeah it's just a real moment that's mm-hmm. you didn't expect it in that show no because it's not yeah. that's not him acting he's just yeah actually heartbroken yeah and it's so it's, cool it's, that they put that in there yeah really good scene because you, you see him as a cool kid he's just above everything and but it really made him into a person showing that he's not necessarily putting on a persona, but that he's still affected by things. Yep. It is very well done. I say very well done, but it was real. So it's just, it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Doesn't, doesn't he, doesn't his uncle say something though? I forgot. You don't, I'd have, you don't I'd have, him or something like that. Yeah, he says something like that, and then they look hug where look where you are now. Look yeah. how far you've come. But he was actually talking to him as a person. It's so yeah. sad, dude. Bananas, dude. Okay, this is gonna go back to the movies, but this has to do with daddy problems. Have you ever seen a <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy two? I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy one, and actually that made me cry a little bit. Yeah, but the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 super emotional like ridiculous yeah but yeah that's that very good Um, so as to not make this episode super long we should probably move on because we have a bunch of stuff to cover still yep alright what's our next subject well we have let me double check yeah we have a list of emotions that we are going to describe and we can go through these kind of quick but we have what seven emotions and we're going to give an experience for each emotion so eight emotions Hayden. eight emotions i'm sorry i can't i am experiencing anger <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's get started then the first emotion is anger Anger. Like I was him? angry when Hayden didn't count. I know you were. Okay, I got to get so over my it. My actual uh, experience of anger was when I was driving back from Arkansas and my car blew up. Hmm. I was so mad. Because <laughs> there's nothing yeah. worse than your clutch going out in a car. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of problems that you can have with your car. Where it's still drivable. But if your clutch goes out, you're done for. You're not going yeah. anywhere. And the crazy thing is, you can't, there's not a, unless you're just really good at driving manual, 
there's not a ton of ways that you can tell that your clutch is about to go out. No. And the fact of the matter is, is if you're even good at driving a manual, you're going to wear your clutch out. It's just how it works. That's with any car, any, any part of a car or whatever. But yeah, it was just super aggravating because at the time I was barely working and a clutch, fixing a clutch is expensive. If you take it to a Mm -hmm. shop at least. And most people don't know how to fix a clutch or where to begin or maybe they do but it's extremely difficult and they don't have the materials but it's like a $1,200 job at least yeah yeah because the actual job itself was like three four hundred dollars but it's an eight or nine hour job and they charge by the hour so it, it takes a while it's hard so yeah that was my anger what's yours um probably car related stuff too yeah um it's just such a terrible feeling when you work really hard at something and it still doesn't work out Mm -hmm. like uh just recently working on my project car i drove i wasn't angry about this but i was miffed i drove to joplin to get some stuff done and um for the car then drove back went through the process of installing all this stuff and i was like this is gonna work everything's gonna be perfect after this we're good to go get it all installed try to start it up same thing super frustrating but not really angry i couldn't think of anything that made me angry yeah yeah that's the worst um as you know i had ian my 1989 honda civic Mm-hmm. And it, it was just got so frustrating to where it wouldn't start. And yeah, car problems are aggravating. It's it's annoying because they're expensive. Yeah. If you it's don't like, know how to do it yourself, it's even expensive if you do know how to do it yourself. Uh, it's just if something goes wrong. It's not a good time, period. Yeah, it's really not. So what experiences do you have with our next emotion? Fear. Um... Or you know what? think of one. Yeah, so why don't you go first? Because that's right. Yeah. So I clean windows. Um, and we were out in Bolivar, Missouri, and there's a bunch of hospitals down there called CMH Citizens Memorials Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and on their campus is they have Bolivar Technical College, which is like Ozarks Technical College here in Springfield. Yeah. Um. It's a medical building they train nurses and things like that and we clean this wall of windows that's super high up like the whole thing's all glass it's all windows and um we use a water fed thing where we get a pole and we go and it cleans it super easy we don't have to get on a ladder we don't have to touch a ladder but they have an awning up at the top that birds land on and they poop and it gets all over the windows and um so we're like we have to do something about it so we're going to put bird spikes up there so they can't land and poop and um you can't just put them up from the ground you have to get on top and do it so first thing we did was we took a ladder and we put it all the way up and we leaned it against the awning and the awning's like 10 inches like thick so mm-hmm. we're just touching this little area with a huge ladder yeah and i walk all the way up there i 
I'm not scared of heights, but I respect what they are capable of. <laughs> and <laughs> so my boss is like, you ready for this? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't whatsoever, but I also have this personality is that there's a challenge. I'll try to meet it and mm-hmm. beat it, <laughs> meet it and beat it. That's what I always say. Um, <laughs> That's Jonah's motto, everybody. <laughs> so he's like, you ready? And in my head, I'm saying, no, I don't want to do this. Maybe I'll have a panic attack. Who knows? But because I didn't know how I was going to react once I was up there. I've never like done it before. Because really, you don't know you have a fear until you experience the fear. So I climbed up this ladder and I get to the top. And it's so high up. It's when you're climbing the ladder, the ladder bounces off the awning. And it's mm-hmm. like bouncing, literally not touching yeah. anything. It's you in the ladder and air. A mad <laughs> sketch. It's sketchy. But it's 100% safe. It's just scary. I want to say 100%. Oh, no. like Because there's rubber grips up there that are right. like, pressing against it. And then he's standing on the bottom of the ladder pushing against oh. it. So it was safe. But it's just that... Because ma- it's going to do that no matter what. It's going to bounce mm-hmm. just a little bit. It wasn't like coming way off and coming way back. But it was just like... Anyways, I went up all the way to the top. And I was like, yeah, it's a little scary. I don't think I could work comfortably up here because... There's like slats on the awning. We had to stick our arms in and like set them up there. Um, so I just shook it a little bit. I was like, yeah, it's sturdy. We can go to the top of the roof and get on top of the awning and do that. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay. So we went around, climbed up another ladder, got on top of the roof. It's like a three and a half story building. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like completely four stories. It was just like a lot of space. Um, so we go over to the roof and the awning is about four feet below the roof level. And the awning was probably at the third story level. And so my job was to jump over the side of the building. Lord. <laughs> and the awning is literally four feet <laughs> wide too. So it's not very big. So I jump over the side of the building and I'm sitting on this awning, like crawling around, <laughs> dying on bird spikes. And uh, it wasn't scared once I was on it because I was comfortable. Once I know I'm safe, I'll do anything. Like I'll, mm-hmm. if I know I'm safe swimming with like crocodiles, I'll do it because I know there's a safety. But it was that fact of not knowing what's going to happen when I jump over the building. Mm-hmm. That's what was scary. So that's my my fear experience. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I have one. It's not as dramatic as that necessarily, but um. So basically, the story goes like this. I am house-sitting for some people that are about 20 minutes away um, down a highway. Yeah. Um, So we were, me and a friend, we were headed to the house. He was going to stay the night there. And at the time, my car's air conditioning wasn't working. Like, just nothing. Like, if you turned it on, the car would stop. So, and it was raining that night. So... I think I know Inside. this night. I don't know the story, but I know the night. Good. Okay. <laughs> so it was super sketchy because it was fogging up inside the car. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see anything because it was just super foggy. And of course, I can't turn on the air conditioning to like get the fog out. So basically, I was going 60 miles per hour on a dark oh. highway with foggy windows and my friend was reaching over with a microfiber cloth <laughs> like wiping the window and hitting the other ones too so whenever it would ever get foggy again i'd be like yo hit me up and he'd have to wipe it down 
but it was super sketchy because I couldn't really see, and it was raining super hard. Mm-hmm. And if I rolled down the window to like let it circulate, you just get drenched. <laughs> yeah. So, but we made it. And That's it was good. Fun. Was that yeah. the Little Caesars night? Um, where we watched Criminal Minds and played basketball. We played basketball that night. Oh, before we. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. That was a good night, though. It was a good night. Um, well, cool. All right. Um, What's, next uh, month? You're going to share this one first. Okay. Yeah, because I did the last one first. Okay. And, and the last one first. <laughs> I have one. For, I have one for this one. <laughs> I have one, too. I just don't really... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So mine is a little underwhelming. Oh. And it actually... Uh, it actually ties into disgust, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. So my okay. sadness is you were actually here for this. We were going on a hike, and we stopped at a gas station, and I got a meat stick. I oh, didn't know uh, what it was. It was like a, a, a tornado or something like that. <laughs> is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. It was like, I want to say like 4 or $5 for this thing. I thought it was good yeah bite into it it's just basically like a (laughs) a really big chicken finger (laughs) yeah i remember that (laughs) super gross that was crazy i was super sad because i was really really hungry and Mm -hmm. i had to eat that thing and we were going on a hike so i didn't have an option yeah like this or die this or die (laughs) our hike wasn't very long (laughs) I had to eat the tornado, and that made me very sad. Yeah. Man, that was a good day. I forgot about that day. Yeah. Across that river. Mm-hmm. That was a great yeah, time. It hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cold. So, mine's um sad. I don't think... I got a feeling yours is going to be really, like, legitly sad, though. It is. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into details about any of it, but I'm just going to describe... I'm just going to give a basic lay of the land situation that was sad. Um, I don't think you lived here yet, but there was a, a friend of everyone. Um, she had passed away and then it just, she was all, she was all of our ages. And, um, I was decently close with her and it was just really upsetting when she did pass away because it was just really sad for everyone. Because everyone knew her and everyone was close with her, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's my sadness. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was really rough. Yeah, I know. What you're 2017, talking about. and to this day, I'll still say 2017 is like the worst year of my life. It was rough. All right, about talking about the meat stick, <laughs> the tornado. Now I feel bad talking about. Tornado. Well, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got real there for a minute. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. What was your disgust? <laughs> so well, my disgust. <laughs> yes. Um, this is great. So, in case you don't remember, along your fear with- is driving with foggy windows. <laughs> your sadness is a meat <laughs> Yeah, my life is pretty uneventful, if you can't already tell that. What's your disgust? (laughs) 
So I also got a bang with uh, that meat stick. Mm -hmm. And basically that that combination there <laughs> led to disgust. Because <laughs> the bang was good, but mixed with the not so good meat stick, it created mm -hmm. a very icky feeling. And needless <laughs> to say, I was disgusted. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you know how many times I've experienced disgust with bang? Just because, like, yeah, you buy them and they're expensive, and you like accidentally spill them. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, one of the well, worst. That's not. Feelings. That's sadness. That's disgust. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yucky, Jonah. You did it again. So my disgust is again a little bit more real than meat stick bang combo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough day uh, it sounds like it <laughs> sounds bad man i was okay, there too yours. yeah you were um this is pretty generic and sounds corny or cheesy or whatever but seeing other people be mistreated or treated poorly especially if you don't even know that person but you see them just oh yeah being the 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 blunt end of mistreatment um when i was in high school there was this kid i don't remember his name i think it was alec he was in the special needs classes and he was in my team sports class and he would always come up to me because I, I talked to him like on the first day and he i guess he remembered that so he would always like come talk to me mm -hmm. and um he would always try to play sports for the people but nobody would let him so i would always i would always go play sports with him um and he like got new shoes at the thrift store and he came up he's like jonah look at my new shoes and so that was really good and happy, but seeing not only him, but just other people be treated poorly when they don't have any cause to be so. Mm -hmm. It's just, in my opinion, disgusting. And I don't so like it. Terrible. Yeah. The thing okay. is. Go ahead, because I'm going to go off on that. I was going to say, because it's, it's real, like you don't think it is but like you see it in a movie where somebody gets bullied but that like that happens and it's... yeah and that's kind of going on to what i was gonna say is that bullying isn't like what it is in the movies like this is bullying that goes on in like high school and stuff is a different kind of bullying like a mm -hmm. deeply psychology you know nobody's getting swirlies at least not in my school yeah no it's just they belittle you so much they be little certain people that are already so low and it's so terrible yeah it's a huge cause for mental illness um suicides depression yeah it's all over the place um i don't know so that's what i experience discuss is just when i see somebody maybe not even being treated poor but somebody that's in a bad situation and they can't do anything about it it's just oh yeah i'm just i get disgusted that people could act like that towards someone yeah like I'm disgusted at the people you know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that was a good one. Thanks, man. I don't feel like I should have put something about a meat stick in there, though. But No, I feel like I shouldn't have put a <laughs> stick in there. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so for the next one, surprise. Uh, you, you were here for this one. So okay. we were driving to Shell Knob. And um, to do a, a drywall cleanup job. Anyways, I'm coming down basically the main entrance to Shell Knob, coming down 39. And um, 
there's a sheriff sitting right there and I'm speeding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going fast. Well, you weren't going that fast. You just weren't. I the think speed the speed limit was 45 and you hadn't, you know, adjusted it was, yet. But it was 45 and I was going 60, 65. So yeah. 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 Anyways, we drive by the sheriff and I was surprised to learn that the police force in Shelnob does nothing <laughs> ever. Um, he just flashes his headlights at me. Yeah. And we just keep driving. I'm like, thanks, man. Yeah. That was and, bananas, uh, dude. Did you have one of these experiences in yours? One uh, of the Shelnob experiences? I may. Okay. Because I'll go ahead and share it if you weren't going to say it. Uh, which one? Give me a hint. The the truck driver driving around. Yeah. No, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Okay. I was also surprised to learn, again, with the police force. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're driving away from this house that we were working on. Kind of a back road. Everywhere in Shelton is a back road, actually. So, never mind. <laughs> we're just driving. <laughs> and um, there's this guy swerving a lot, and our windows are open. And we can smell a narcotic. <laughs> and, uh, a certain smelly smell. It's, it's very, very strong. Like, yeah, super strong in our car. It was very evident. Very noticeable. The man was, was piping it up. Yeah. And um, so he's just swerving around on this road. <laughs> and then we see him pull to the side and keep driving. And then the sheriff drives by again. And we're like... If we could smell it, he could smell it. And he was on the other side of the road. Something should be done here. But he turned the other way, and we turned the other way, and that's the... It's just a that's wild place to live that in. That story, yeah. If you oh, and we went to the gas station. <laughs> yeah. What were those people talking about? I forgot. I don't remember. They're, they were uh, talking about buying fake. cigarettes. Yeah, he's like, you got age. your ID? And some random guy comes in and goes, it'll be fake if he has it. And then <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't care. He's like, I don't have my ID. And then he still bought whatever he was buying that required an ID, despite not having an ID. <laughs> Shell Knob is just on a different level, dude. It's just a different... Remember how there was like 20 different fires off in the horizon <laughs> everything was on fire dude and it wasn't like a bonfire things were heavy there was smoke uh, of smoke was all so, over the horizon so beautiful though yeah like shell knob is gorgeous I don't probably the most beautiful it's... place in missouri i think yeah it's really i'm not really gonna nice. i'm not gonna front but everybody in there's a lunatic yeah it's <laughs> so funny okay well i have i have surprise I had a surprise. Dude, mm. I something going on with me. My memory is not up to date. You were surprised. Oh, I remember it. Okay. Okay. So I was driving behind my sister. She was in a different car. I was driving behind her. All of a sudden, this ferret like creature, it was probably a possum, <laughs> but it looked skinny like a ferret. It runs in front of her car, and I see it go boom, boom, boom. Like goes under the tire. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot, homie just died." So I stopped. <laughs> the ferret gets up. He takes one good look around, and he just <laughs> runs off. 
This is so good. That is surprising. He he got. I don't. This isn't the right word, but he got circul circulated <laughs> by a tire. <laughs> he got ran he got over. Circulated. <laughs> oh, he got circulated. He just oh. took one look around and then ran off, dude. He was perfectly fine. So that was my moment of surprise. Man, that's good. When the oh. ferret faced death, but <laughs> conquered it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. That's really good. Okay. Actually, so next... I have a story. Oh, okay. Um, it's not my story. It's Eli Wells and Dylan. And um, Dylan Burrow. I think Dylan Burr was there. I don't know. Eli told me a story. I could be wrong. Um, they were driving down a road and they saw an animal, like pretty tall, and it was hopping. Yeah. Like, down, okay. down the road. A tall animal hopping down the road in Carthage, Missouri. So a kangaroo, right? They're in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah, but it could so be they a keep, kangaroo. Yeah, they keep driving. They're like, was that a kangaroo? <laughs> and so they pull to the side, and there's a guy that runs by him. They're like, Get him! <laughs> and then so they go chase down this animal, and evidently this kangaroo broke loose in Carthage. And then it's like that would be surprising if you're in a back no like shell knob and a kangaroo hops by you. Man, that's crazy. I know. Wow. I'm right. anticipating this next one. Wow. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> so you'll never guess what our next emotion is. That's right. Depression. Anticipation. <laughs> yep. I anticipate that you nice, have the dude. answer uh, for this. <laughs> not really. Um, I have an answer. Okay. Uh, when I was in high school, I applied for a scholarship, and I was in and I was in anticipation, <laughs> waiting for the scholarship. Wow. <laughs> the end. Phenomenal. Thank you. So my oh, anticipation sorry. is pretty much on a weekly basis. And that is, I anticipate for every Amazon package ever. Or anything oh, that's I good. order. That's yeah. good. Dude, I've been waiting every day for my packages to come in. <laughs> yeah. I check tracking every day because I'm just so excited. I ordered like, some stuff from China, like last month, and every day I'm like, "When's it gonna be here?" <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. It's anticipation, dude. Uh, I feel that one, man. I can it's be good. ordering something, ordering like, like fiber. I'm like, shoot, dude, it's coming in tomorrow. It's just fun to open. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing better than opening a package. But you know, you know what is better than opening a package? Oh, well, it's technically a package. Closing a package. No. <laughs> opening a nerf gun were you into nerf guns kinda not very much or opening legos legos was good yeah i like opening up computer stuff mm, like yeah a new mouse or like a computer yeah, part or something really good feeling right there yeah, that's nice all right so this next, next one's a hard one not for Ooh. me um, I experience trust when lifting weights. The emotion um, is trust, by the way, guys. Yeah, in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I experience trust when lifting weights uh, towards people, towards the equipment, towards myself. Um, 
Mm. There's nothing worse than holding like 200 pounds over your head. You have to be able to trust that you can do it, that the bar can hold the 200 pounds, that whoever is spotting you will be able to save your life. Can't hold the 200 pounds. It's just lifting weights in general. It's just very trust oriented. Yeah. My biggest thing with that is trusting. I know they're going to help me if someone's spotting me. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm about to die, they're going to help me. But my biggest okay. problem is that they're going to steal my rep. Like, it's hard to trust someone not to steal your rep, you know? You mean, like, when you're about to get it? Yeah, but they don't think you are, so they pull it up <clears> for you. That's why... You t- Here's my tip. You tell them, don't grab this weight until I shake my head. Yeah. Because even if you're about to die, you can still shake your head. Yeah. So... Yeah. Until I say, take it, or if I shake my head, I'm going to be pushing as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. So that's oh. my that's what I do. And you have to trust that they'll accept that advice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have a story I feel really bad about. Okay. You steal somebody's I'm I may have. I'm not sure. <laughs> so this guy was like, hey, man, would you spot me for uh, this squat? And he... I want to say he was, I think he was doing, no, okay. Thunder thighs is all natural. He doesn't need spotters, but um, nobody can spot thunder thighs. This guy probably had three plates and, um, so he's like, will you spot me? Don't help me unless I say fudge. That's what he didn't say fudge. Of course, but he was like, don't help me unless I say that. So I was like, all right, whatever. Uh-huh. So he he goes down for the first rep, and he just lets out this bellowing <laughs> scream. He's like, ah! It's like, oh crap! <laughs> so I help him up, but I think he I think he fell, but I couldn't. Also, don't really know because he gave me a yeah. funny look afterwards. So mm. I feel like I may have stole his rep. You know what? Forget that guy. It scared me, dude. Move on. I wasn't Move expecting on. him to scream. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying move on subjects, but move past him. You're over him. Yeah. I've ne- sure I never saw him again, so... I'm sure he's gotten the rep by now. Yeah. Unless that threw him away from weightlifting for the rest of his life. So exactly. maybe you ruined him. All right. Dude. Next one is joy. When did you experience joy? Um, I experience joy every time I am in a car but also particularly a fast car. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever I am in a particularly quick vehicle, I am joyed. Yeah. That's a good joy. But also, but also, um, my uncle surprised me that he got a Miata one time and that's not a fast car, but I was super enjoyed by it because they're it was quick. Cool. Yeah. For their size, they're quick. Yeah, I was I was really happy about that. So cars make me joyful, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good one. I'm sorry, that's a good one. <laughs> um my joy is when after my car blew up, we had to fix it. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a new clutch. That 130 bucks. Some chips. Bad for a clutch. No, I bought some chips, some energy drinks, and Grant came over, and we took apart my car in my driveway, 
We fixed the clutch in a day, not even a day and a half, like six or seven hours. Yeah. And then we started up, and that sucker was running. Yeah. Going through all the gears. Dude, it was moving. It was nice. One of the most joyful moments of my life. Because I, like I said before, replacing a clutch is hard. Mm -hmm. So when we did it, I'll be honest, Grant did a lot of the work because he's like naturally gifted with mechanics. Yeah, real quick, shouts out to Grant. He's he's a real guy. He's, he's helped me. He's great. He's helped me a ton. Cars yeah. as well. So he was just able to come over. He didn't look anything up. He just took apart my car and fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, obviously, I helped. He did a lot. Hmm. And once it was able to go through all the gears and move, because we took it for a drive... It was a great, joyful feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Fixing a car and it working, that's a really good feeling. Yeah, it is. Well, good stuff. I think that does it for the emotions. Yeah, that's our eight emotions. That's the 11th episode, people. Let's, uh, let's talk about our drink that you heard at the beginning. Do you not want to go over the... Uh stuff people put in the chat oh yeah yeah we also have some um, honorable mentions from yeah. some anonymous people so we can how many um, um i'll go ahead and start at the well, we have, 740. We have, here i'll go ahead and start we only have three yeah but so this enough. one's from an anonymous donor um <laughs> on an irrational moment that made someone cry um also, if you have any irrational moments that made you cry or emotional, feel free to message us on our Instagram. Yes. Um, so this first one is when someone's restaurant or their favorite restaurant was out of their favorite dish and they cried. Yeah, dude. That can invoke some tears right there. It can make you upset if you're having a really bad day. Yeah. And nothing's going right and you get there and you're like, I want the rice pilaf. And like, we're out. Mm -mm, uh. shut, it, shut it down. Yeah, so that's a good that's a good one. You want to um, go with the next one? Yeah, this one's funny. <laughs> this Another anonymous donor says, "One time, my grandma cried because I didn't cut her pizza into bite-sized pieces." <laughs> and you know, come to think about it, I think I cried the last time I didn't get that. So. Yeah, I, I would cry. That's completely reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I would be upset. I would be upset. That's a good one, though. Thank you yeah. for, for that input. And uh, another from the same anonymous donor. Go ahead. Uh, when I was 12, I was out of the country for a month, and they didn't have milk there. So when I came back, I had pancakes and milk for breakfast, and I cried. <laughs> That's good, because you're missing something. You're homesick. And then you're like, I finally get it. It's what, like finally getting to see your family help. again. So. That's a good question. Yeah. Maybe Mexico. I mean, yeah, probably. Every country to, has cows. Yeah, but if I had to think of a country that might have a lack of milk, it'd be Mexico. Yeah. I, I'd be upset if I didn't have Because that's kind of like a pinnacle of my diet is milk. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, Actually, hold on, folks. It looks like we might find out which country yeah. doesn't have milk. 
Um, in a moment. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, we'll. Uh... Oh, China. oh, China. That that makes sense because. How have you ever had powdered milk? No. So gross. Really, really bad. Hmm. I'll have to try. Let's it. get some on. Let's get some on the show. That could be our next drink, daddies. Oh yeah, drink daddies. I forgot about that. So I got powdered milk one time, mixed it in, like followed the instructions. I thought it was gonna taste like milk, but it does not taste like milk. Really? But I, I do use it in protein shakes, and it yeah, nice. I always use water for protein shakes. Yeah, that's just me. All right. Um, thank you everybody for listening, and thank you for those that uh, provided some experiences that were uh, beneficial to our show. Yes, always appreciate that. Yeah, so if you want to make some comments, you want to share a movie, a song, a TV show, uh, an experience that made you emotional, whether it be happy, sad, angry, whatever, send us a message. We'll uh, we'll gladly read it and re- most likely reply to you. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. Um, so, all right, let's Ready start the next section. Transition into Drink Daddies. Everyone's Drink favorite daddies. portion that most people probably don't even make it to. But who's to say? Drink daddies. Drink daddies. <laughs> um, so this week's drink is Nas Turbo. High performance fuel. So this is new. I haven't seen it before. But this is Nas's Nas attempt at the pre-workout. So it has BCAAs, it has 300 milligrams of caffeine, and I don't know if it has creatine or not, but uh, uh, I don't see it. Yeah, but uh, it's good. Sugar-free. At the beginning, if I don't know if you caught it, but I did say I'm underwhelmed. Um, in my opinion, it just tastes like the normal Nas. Yeah. Which is good, but it's not my favorite drink. So yeah. this is just this is okay. It's, it's not unique. Like it's not yeah. something I would go to on a regular yeah. basis if I wanted it's, something really tasty, you know. All this is is just a nos with more caffeine and no sugar. Yeah. That's it's all just it a sugar free nos. I mean it has the BCAAs in it, but But hey, if you're you know, I've heard that it's such small trace amount of these supplements and these drinks that it's really there for branding. Like, yeah. So but, um, if you like NOS and you want more caffeine, this is it. This is for you. I will say I like the can. The can is cool. For car yeah, guys, like, it's kind of a yeah. Cool. yeah. The O is a little turbo. It has the turbo exhaust there. Not an it's actual really turbo cool. exhaust, but you, if you know what a turbo looks like, you know what I'm talking about. It's got a spinny thing. It's the the whew, boy. Um, yeah, it's good. It wasn't too expensive. It was like one seventy eight or something. Oh, I didn't notice. That's nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, if you like Nas, check it out. My opinion, six out of ten. Yeah, that's my rating. Honestly, I'd have to agree with you. Six out of ten. It's like, it's just. It's okay. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not great. It's it's good. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say good. Good is fair. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I think this was a pretty long episode, but... That's all right. We had a couple cuts, though, so... 
Yeah. Alrighty, thank you everybody you for tuning in. You've made it to this point. We love you. You're an OG. You're the best. Um, stay tuned in for the next episodes as well. Yeah. Alrighty. And yeah, that's it. You guys have a good week. Bye.